2: hello america and uh, welcome to the program glad you're here well we are just a few days away from the election donald trump made an announcement yesterday if you've already voted you can change your vote that is true If there's anybody who voted early and went, holy cow, what have I done? You can change your vote. A very limited amount of states, yes. But you can. But but in some places yesterday, it was the end day for uh, one of the states. But you can change your vote if anybody... I can't imagine. Here, this is what I really want to start on. I cannot imagine anyone, anyone who is voting for Hillary Clinton... Democrats, take the beam out of your own eye. Before you look at people like us and say, I can't believe you guys came up with Donald Trump. Well, may I just point out, you primaried the most corrupt person you could possibly find. Bernie Madoff may not be as corrupt as Hillary Clinton is. And I'll make that case right now.
0: I will make a stand. I will raise my voice. I will hold your hand. Because we have one. I will beat my drum. I have made my choice. We will overcome. Because we are one. The fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn
2: Beck Program. What got me started on this this morning is a story from George P. Bush. George P. Bush uh, says that his uncle, George W. Bush, may join his grandfather, George H.W. Bush, in voting for Hillary Clinton. Now, my response was the same that Jeffy just said. No way. And then I thought, you know what? I don't believe the Bushes would ever pull the lever for Donald Trump? I think they—they uh, they are just—they they, they, they are the antithesis of Donald Trump in the way they approach life, not their policies or anything else. The way they approach life. Um, however, this is what the two-party system gives you. They're saying I can't vote for Donald Trump, so you're going to vote for Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton is, I believe, and Pat, you're more of a historian on this. I believe, of course, you like Andrew Jackson. I believe that Andrew Jackson. I don't know that I like him. I know, but you'll give him that. You'll cut him some slack. Yeah. Um, the two most corrupt presidents in our history. Would you agree, Grant and Jackson? Oh uh, yeah. Okay. We had a a, uh, scientist on yesterday and an American historian who is um, predicting that Donald Trump wins the election. And he said, this is the election of what, 1826? Was that the one with Quincy Adams? Was it 26, 28? Yeah. Um, He said, this is the election with Andrew Jackson and John Quincy Adams. Now, I didn't know this until Pat told me that Jackson yeah, actually Jackson, won that.
1: Yeah, he, he won the popular vote and the Electoral College. He, he was the only candidate to win both and not serve as president. How did that happen? As president. Won the Electoral uh, College. He,
2: won the, the, he, had he didn't the, get to right. the required
1: number, right. but he oh, had so more like, electoral votes. All right, so and, in
2: the popular Electoral College, if it was done by majority, but right. it's not.
1: But it's not done by a majority. But he won them both and still lost the presidency because it went
2: to the House and they chose John Quincy Adams. So he won four years later. Uh, Jackson won. And, and here's the thing. Jackson um, could easily have gone in and said, hey, I'm, you know, uh, I'm the poorest poor man out there. And he was generally right. Uh, he, he did the same thing that Hillary Clinton said uh, when, you know, when they were coming in. Look, we, we're poor. We're still pulling, paying off our student loans and everything else. But Andrew Jackson was the first one to turn the presidency into a printing press. He's the first one that, because what he would do is he would take the Indian land, he would break all the treaties. Remember, he's the guy who took us from manifest, I'm sorry, he took us from divine providence to manifest destiny. And divine providence is humble yourself and fall in line with God, and God will open up doors. Manifest destiny is, get out of our way, God's on our side. So he took divine providence and then turned it to, God's on our side. We are supposed to be conquerors and take this land. So he started breaking all of the treaties. It's why Daniel Boone uh, left, uh, I mean, Davy Crockett, right? Yeah, Davy Crockett left uh, Washington and said, you can all go to hell. I'm going to Texas. He did that because we were breaking all of the treaties with the Native Americans. And what Jackson was doing was he was sending his own people out to survey the land. And he'd say, go out and quietly survey all of this reservation, this land of the Indians, because I have a feeling it's going to go up for sale. So he'd have all the land surveyed before anybody else. Then he'd line up investors and say, hey... You know, there might be some land available soon. Would you be interested in buying? So soon as soon as he revoked the treaty and that land became available, all of his friends—I mean, does this sound like Whitewater? All of his friends would gobble up the land, and everybody would get rich. So you know, you've ever seen a painting of uh, Andrew Jackson in front of that big estate, that big slave-owning mansion? He bought that after or during his presidency because he was rolling in the cash. Grant was also a very corrupt president. Only served one term, did he not? Uh, or was it two terms? No, he, I think he was two term. Okay, um, but he was, the the story on him was that he was being used by all of the Uh, big businessmen, and they were all getting rich and convincing him that uh, this is just the way you do business in Washington. Hillary Clinton and her allies, John Podesta, etc., etc., they all know exactly what they're doing. And because we tolerated, um, and I think the only time we tolerated Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton rightfully was the time that they were on 60 Minutes and the Jennifer Flowers thing. And that was in 1992, right before the election. He was charged with having an affair with Jennifer Flowers, et cetera, et cetera. And America listened to them and they said, look, we had problems and we worked it all out. And that's when we did what we were supposed to do as Christians and go, okay, look, they've already addressed this in their own personal life. And it's between them and he's pretty much admitted it. And obviously he had admitted it to his wife That's none of our business. And we moved on. But because of that, and they saw that they could get away with it, and he was such a dirtbag, it led to more. Because we weren't just dismissing an affair. It ended up that I believe we were dismissing rape. And a pattern of behavior that I don't think any of us really understood at the time. Whitewater, the same thing. We know that they were doing shady things at Hillary Clinton's law firm, and they were all getting rich on this. They were buying land cheap. They were steering, you know, the um, the progress, if you will, and getting rich off of insider trading. Because we excused that when they got in, they did Travelgate, which was the same thing. They replaced. The White House travel office, which is, is bipartisan, it's always there. They replaced them with their people so they could skim money off of the top and make their friends rich. We excused that. Because of that, we got the Lincoln bedroom, where they were selling access and selling nights to stay in the White House. Because we excuse that, we got, they were selling secrets and computers to the Chinese. Because we excused that, we got them selling the Secretary of State and uranium to the Russians. If we excuse what is going on now with Hillary Clinton, I cannot imagine what this country will be like. Barack Obama has already... um, politicize the Department of Justice. I believe the FBI is currently fighting for its very life. It is fighting for justice right now, internal battles. And the battle is happening between the FBI and the Justice Department. The Justice Department is already bought and sold for for the Democrats with Barack Obama. They staffed it, they politicized it. It is the Justice Department that is saying to the FBI, no, you don't need to look into the Clinton Foundation. The FBI agents are all saying, yes, we do. Apparently, Comey, and I don't know what to believe about Comey. I'm going to remain neutral on him until, until everything comes out, if it ever does. But it's the Justice Department fighting with Comey and fighting with the FBI agents saying, you don't have to investigate, and they're saying, yes, we do. If Hillary Clinton gets into office, the FBI, you think Comey's going to last? With what he just did? Comey's not going to last. Comey will be gone, or he'll shoot himself in the head and drag himself across the street. It happens. (laughs) It happens around the Clintons. I I don't know why people do that. You know what? That is such bullcrap. because Comey would have never made it. Tommy would have never made it. However, in the WikiLeaks um, uh, emails, and Stu, you've been following this closer than I have, so if you have a judgment on whether we can believe, because I'm not sure. I talked to an FBI agent uh, recently, and he said exactly what we were talking about, what, six weeks ago? That we are giving so much credibility to WikiLeaks now. We're not questioning, any, if it comes out from WikiLeaks, it's true. Now, I saw... A lot of people
1: saying that. I know. There are people saying that WikiLeaks has credibility, that they've been right all along, that they're, they're all of a sudden big friends and big fans yeah. of
2: Julian Assange and WikiLeaks. And can I tell you something? Did you see Roger Stone, who is quite possibly yeah. one of the most despicable people ever, Roger Stone admitted... Yeah, I have, I have real ties to WikiLeaks. Now, I don't tell them what to do, and they don't tell me what to say, but I have good ties with, with WikiLeaks. Well, so wait a minute. Hold it just a second. Roger Stone, a, a, a Nixon Watergate guy, one of, the guy who is responsible, really, for the term dirty trickster, he is the dirty trickster when it comes to politics. He's in with WikiLeaks. We know that WikiLeaks has ties to Russia, and nobody seems to be questioning this stuff. But in, and now I go to quote them, in the WikiLeaks, one of the dumps was one of the emails, and I think it was from Podesta, was talking about how we have to, we have to get to John Roberts on Obamacare. Did you see that one? No, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, it, 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 it doesn't say it, but it comes pretty close to saying... What do you have on John Roberts? We got to get to him. Now it's been explained as that's where the outside pressure came, you know, where they were saying you're going to destroy the Supreme Court, you're going to do all this, but the fact that he wrote a- an opposite opinion and apparently in the middle of the night with with red eyes, puffy red eyes the next morning He's changed his opinion. I've never been comfortable with that answer on the Supreme Court. Right. I I did hear somebody
3: writing or read something that people were explaining it as that he was just being persuaded essentially like they were yes. the outside right. pressure was turning right. his opinion.
2: I I and don't, I don't and I is. have no evidence to say that it right. isn't, it's but just, I'm telling you you won't be able to you won't know if if Hillary Clinton is elected president of the United States. I will tell you that you won't be able to trust the FBI. You won't be able to trust our own government because it is bought and paid for with these guys. Now, I say the same thing in different ways with Donald Trump. My point on this with George W. Bush is how can a man who says he has values and principles say, I can't vote for Donald Trump. I got it. I got it. But then to turn and say, so I'm going to vote for Hillary Clinton is insane. Doesn't make any sense at all. Is insane. I mean, she it shows you're a true prisoner to the two-party system. True prisoner. Yeah. And I believe that of the Bushes. We have got to break the chain of the two-party system. And by the way, have you seen, Evan McMullen is going to be on today to explain his gayness. <laughs> and uh, his mom's and his mom's He
1: seems it. to be okay with his lesbian mom. <laughs> he hasn't even denounced her.
2: <laughs> he hasn't divorced her. Can you imagine he that? He didn't strangle her? He seems to be okay. I mean that is amazing. With yeah, so the charge
1: call. that they were I I, I saw this you on, should play that call from the white supremacist again because that would, And
2: the, you know what's crazy? I watched the news yesterday. I was watching Fox and CNN when they would play the clip of the white supremacist both both sides none of them really concentrated on the fact that he was a white supremacist Mm -hmm. cnn was like trump supporter no he's a white supremacist (laughs) why does this guy why is anyone even listening to this guy and instead they were taking it and they were saying well are people going to be are they going to be talking about uh, his gayness? <laughs> his g- it's a white supremacist. <laughs> it's unbelievable what we're doing. It's a weird world. Oh my gosh. It, it's one I don't understand at all, nor do I care to. Sponsor this half hour Simply Safe. I met the founder of Simply Safe um, a few years back, and I, I absolutely love this guy and this company because it was started. It was started out of necessity. It wasn't started by somebody who said, I want to make a lot of money. You know, let's go find a hole in the market and do this. There was something in his background that was different. And that is his grandfather, I think, helped win World War II. And someday I'll tell you about the things that he invented for the tank that helped win World War II. But so he had this from the beginning that we're an inventing family. And he wanted to do something great like his grandfather did. So he gets to—I don't remember if it's MIT or Harvard—and his friends, their houses, their apartments, their dorms are being robbed. Well, you can't put a security system into a dorm room. So he came up with Simply Safe, and he did it just for his friends. Well, that spread like wildfire, and that's when he realized, oh my gosh, there's a market for this, and he made it. And he—I mean, it is top of the line security. Everything from, uh, you know, what is it, CO2. A detection to fire detection to window glass break detection motion sensor everything but you own it and there's no contract there's no wiring there's no annoying salespeople and it's $14.99 a month for the monitoring and you can cancel at any time simplysafebeck.com go there now you'll get free shipping on your order and a free keychain remote worth 25 bucks it's simplysafebeck.com that's simplysafebeck.com
0: The Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. Sign up for the newsletter and get all the info you need to know at glennbeck.com.
2: So there is a new poll out that shows that Hillary Clinton is not getting as many votes from the Democrats percentage wise as Donald Trump is getting from the Republicans. So Donald Trump is more popular with the Republicans. So so don't tell me it's about no never Trumpers because he's outperforming Hillary Clinton with his own crowd. Hillary Clinton is behind with the Democrats. And isn't that according to
3: Corey Lewandowski? Yeah, on CNN, we actually have the audio. At some point, we can play it. But uh, yeah, Corey Lewandowski made that point. So, I mean, I certainly that's 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 a a respectable source for Trump supporters. Do
2: you think that was, uh, according to him, because I haven't seen the survey he's quoting, um, is that new? Are you saying, because I've been watching the news the last couple of days looking for um, evidence that her voters are turning away. And what I've seen is her enthusiasm is turning away, which could hurt her. Yeah, there's two
3: weird things, that, two things explaining why the race is tightening. And it's not what you would normally think. You'd normally think people are going away from Hillary Clinton and they're going towards Donald Trump. What it seems to be is her enthusiasm is lowering, and uh, but her percentage isn't necessarily dropping that much. The issue is more that Trump has come up, and that's typically come from other places. Right. Um, not necessarily from Hillary.
2: They're still in, I think, Nevada, I think, or Arizona, 25% undecided. How could you be undecided? Well, we I are. guess you could. We are. Yeah, yeah, we are. We are. <laughs> we are. You're right. Never mind. Surprised now. I look at it that way. I'm surprised it's so low. 25%. Back in just a second.
0: Program. Mercury.
2: Hello, America. Welcome to the program. So glad that you are here. I can't take President Obama telling me that Donald Trump is disrespecting the Constitution. I believe the world is officially upside down. I mean, really? Really? Barack Obama is now suddenly constitutional? And and, And I can't take it from Republicans. I cannot take it from Republicans who are now saying, hey, we've got to... Uh, repeal and replace Obamacare. I can't take it. We told you from the beginning that this thing was set up to fail, to collapse. So you would get used to the government and they would put in so much structure that you'd never be able to get rid of it. And then when it failed, people would come back and say, well, we can't go back now. We've got to, and it will become single-payer healthcare. And anybody who tells me Oh, you know, we got to get Hillary Clinton in because of Obama. Yeah, she, we know what she's going to do. Single-payer health care. Same thing with Donald Trump. That is what he said. And if he's, he's now on this, well, we're going to do health savings accounts. Well, I hope that he's asleep while you do that. I hope that you have convinced him just to shut up and pay attention to something else while you do that. But I don't trust the Republicans to put that through
1: at all. I don't either, especially when Trump said he didn't care if it cost him votes, the government would pay and make sure that everyone had
2: health care. But let's say he does. Let's say he's there. Let's say that the GOP, because I've heard this from the highest levels of the GOP, in and out of office in the GOP establishment and in the highest levels of the GOP in Senate and Congress, that they all really, truly believe, Glenn, he doesn't care about anything. He's going to let us do it. Is he? Is he? Okay, well, let's say that that's true. So who's the architect behind this at the GOP? Mm. Who do I trust that is going to take care of this mm-hmm. so it goes back to a free market? Because you guys had the opportunity to do it, and you didn't even make a gesture. You wouldn't even try Think if the Republicans would have said, this is failing, it's going to fail, we have to get ahead of the curve, stop the failure, because your insurance rates are going to go through the roof by the time this guy leaves office, or shortly thereafter. Think about the credibility that they would have now. We've been saying that, Mm -hmm. the American people have been saying that, we saw this coming, they wouldn't even make a gesture of doing it. Why should we believe them now? Who would you trust to be the architect in the Republican Party? Mike Lee. Yeah.
1: That'd be a good
3: start. Mike Lee. I mean, you know, look, this is, uh, <laughs> it's, there's no, there's nothing here that comes out of this positive, right? I mean, like we could say, you know, there's no way this gets improved. Uh, it is, uh, it's, if anything, it's going to get worse. I mean, because, you know, both
2: sides have the same argument. I mean, it's tough to both have Both sides are progressive. I mean, right. and I'm talking about the parties. I'm not talking about the individuals. Right. Look, you have to understand, the politicians don't want to do anything that cuts their power. By them having access to your, in control of your health, it gives them the ultimate power. It gives them the ultimate power to tell you what to eat How to exercise, how to live, where to live, what the air quality has to be, what your business has to do, how many hours you work, where the food deserts are. It also allows them to get kickbacks from the insurance companies, from the pharmaceutical companies. They make money. They make power. there's, There's no interest. There's zero interest in Capitol Hill of getting rid of Obamacare. They'll change it. But they'll only change it depending on who's on in power, to to benefit that particular group, not you. And I
1: mean, they won't I, replay, They won't repeal it. No. And this is what's it's p- not going to.
3: What's so disturbing about this election? Because I, you know, I, I the election for me ended when the the good candidates were were, were oh, no yeah. longer part of it. Like this is just at this point these two candidates. I don't, I, who cares? My issue, my 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 fear watching this is not that we get. Uh, a lot of people who call in and say, hey, you know what, look, tr- Trump, I know, I know he has all these problems and, and he's bad, but well, I'm going to vote for him. I expect that. And and I think that's a very typical way to respond. I think a large portion of, the, portion of this audience is reacting that way. What I'm concerned most about is the ability for people who are on the right side on the conservative side to make excuses for the things Trump is doing. If you want to have Trump as a president and you want to make arguments to me that, well, well, you know what, when he comes down to it, he won't do those things or we'll stop him from doing those things. Why aren't you holding him accountable now? Go back and look at the people who are supporting Donald Trump right now. If you were any uh, any journalist who felt like doing this would be an interesting study. And look at the com- the difference in commentary between uh, Barack, when Barack Obama was trying to pass a seven hundred eighty seven billion dollar stimulus and now Donald Trump trying to pass a trillion dollar stimulus, a larger one uh, for infrastructure. Look at the difference. I mean, it, it would make me, I would feel fine. I mean, I would feel much better about this if people were calling up all the time and saying we've got to stop Donald Trump from doing this. But still, he's better than Hillary Clinton. But the huge focus on the, and we've got to stop him. He's doing all these things, giveaways to, uh, you know, hey, mat- free maternity leave. Free child care six hundred. That's six hundred eighty billion dollars. Another trillion dollar stimulus he's proposing. He says he's going to pay for health care because uh, and he doesn't care if it costs him Republican votes. You can't excuse those activities and expect him to not do them when he becomes president. You have to call him out in advance. You have to do it beforehand. And they are. You have to pressure him, and none, no one's doing anything. They're not to, to call this guy out and hold him accountable now.
2: Well, here's he's making that. No one's excuse curious now. Here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. Um, people, he'll get in, and then the people will say, um, "You're just you know, oh, you want the Democrats to win? No, no, I don't want that to pass." Well, what are you? So you're with Harry Reid? No. No, I'm not with Harry Reid. That, it'll, it will continue. The left, the, the person that's against it, will just change from Hillary Clinton to whomever. Nancy Pelosi, Harry Reid. It will become another boogeyman. And so people will defend what he's doing. Look, you've got to get on board. I, I know, but, but after, it's not going to get better. No, and what will happen is, if indeed you do moderate him which I don't think you're going to be able to because of his daughter, especially with the Supreme Court. The ones he listens to, his daughter. He listens to his daughter. You think his daughter, who is a friend of Chelsea Clinton and hanging out in that New York circle... And a registered Democrat. And a registered Democrat. You think she's not going to come into the office and say, Dad... You cannot have our name. Dad, what is wrong with you? You're not going to nominate Mike Lee. You're not going to put this guy on who's going to repeal just, Roe versus he's gonna Wade. No. He's not going to do it. He's no. just not going to do it. Anyway, um, but maybe he will. <laughs> maybe, maybe you know, yeah. lollipops will I rain can. from the sky. Maybe he will, and that would be a great scenario. And if he does, I will be the first to say I was absolutely wrong. Um, however... When you, get into, when you get into this, with both of them, right now, let's say Hillary wins. Right now, people are saying, I will never unite with anybody who is against Donald Trump. Okay, all right, okay. Well, what does that mean if we try to stand together to stop the Republicans or the Democrats from doing damage? I will stand, Abraham Lincoln said... I will stand with a man as long as he's standing in the right. The minute he leaves that space, I I, I don't stand with him. But I'll stand with any man. When they're standing in the right place, I'll stand with them. When they vacate that space, I don't stand with them anymore. So anybody who wants to come up and say, hey, we've got to stop uh, a a universal health care package that's proposed by Hillary Clinton, I don't care how you voted. I don't care how you voted. Yeah, okay, I'll stand with you. Let's do it. Let's do it. If it's, now, if that's Hillary Clinton, maybe we have a chance of holding together the Republicans because the Republicans all hate Hillary Clinton. So maybe, but you know there are going to be people inside that will say, you can't stand with him. Well, I'll stand with you. It doesn't matter because I'm against that. The question is, You'll have Democrats that he, that Donald Trump, if he gets what he promised on the campaign trail early before he was on teleprompter of universal health care, single-payer universal health care, if he gets that and he's starting to go down that road, I believe you will have some Republicans saying, no, 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 the consistent Republicans will say, no, we cannot have this. The Republican GOP, the party, will torpedo those people and say, look what they're trying to do. They're trying to take away your health care. They don't care about sick babies and your children. I wonder if you can get some Democrats who will also say no, but their only reason for saying no is because it's not their idea. Because that's what happened with Barack Obama and Obamacare. Mm -hmm. All the Republicans were against it. All of them were against it. But they really weren't. You know now, they really weren't. They were just only against it because it was the Democrats' uh, uh, architecture. They wanted their architecture. That's why they're saying repeal and replace. I have no problem with repeal. What I have a problem with is replace. The government has no place in my health care choices. Zero. I replace it with the Constitution.
1: The only thing the government should be doing is removing regulation that prevents the free market.
2: From- that, but that's not replacing. No. That's remo- That's, that's removing. repeal and remove. Yeah.
1: Just allow, just allow a competition state to state and you're going to fix you're a lot of the problems.
2: You're going to fix a ton of it. going to yeah. fix a ton of it. People are, I mean, I had Keith walked in yesterday and he just came up and he said, I'm getting calls from all of my uh, family from all over the country. I just want to say... Thank you for the health care because we've worked a year. I remember having a meeting a year ago and we remember this during healthcare care around this time. And I said, look, guys, it's going to go through the roof and I'll try for this company. The most important thing, I, this is what I said to the people that are selling us the insurance. The two things that are important to me and that millennials don't care about it. But the two things that are important to me is that we have a good place to work where we're decent to each other and healthcare. because I had a child born with complications and I remember standing in the ICU. I was 19 years old and I remember standing in the ICU next to a preemie who was so delicate they had ropes around the, the incubator that you couldn't go close to and you couldn't talk or even cough. Because if you were right close to her, she was so delicate that if you spoke loudly, it could collapse her lungs. I mean, it was like that. And I remember it was two kids, 17, it might have been 15, but 17, 18 years old. And I remember the look in their eyes, and especially his eyes. They were overwhelmed. But one of the reasons why they were overwhelmed, they had no insurance. And I, I've, I've never forgotten that. Because I happened to be working for Edens Broadcasting and, and Gary Edens, who was the best in healthcare, I didn't pay a dime for the healthcare that Mary got. And I've never forgotten that. And you've got to take care of that. Too many companies are willing just to throw in the towel and say, whatever, you're on your own. No, we've got to find a way. And if it's health savings accounts, it's health savings accounts. But the government won't allow me to do it. Look, look, I have health savings accounts. I'm trying to get millennials to care about their health savings accounts. Okay, right now um, you have a health savings account. If I put five thousand dollars and make a five thousand dollar deductible. So you have to pay the first five thousand dollars of your medical bills. And I give you five thousand dollars a year in a health savings account, plus I give you the catastrophic insurance, so anything over $5,000 is completely 100% taken care of, that saves me as a company a ton of money. I can get that. But to get people to care, I want to be able to free that money up at the end of the year and say, spend it on bubble gum at the end of the year if you want. Mm -hmm. The government won't let me do that. Now, why? Because if I can get you to say you can have a free vacation, you're going to do the best shopping for your health care possible. That's what the government is trying to stop, to get you to care on the price of things. Here's our sponsor this half hour. It is Casper. How'd you sleep last night? If you'd like a better night's sleep, get a Casper mattress and get the best sleep you've ever experienced. Casper mattress. I love it. Pat loves his. Decide to try it out for 100 nights. If you don't love it as much as we do, return it. All you do is you call them up, they come and they pick the mattress up, they refund every penny. Try one at home for 100 nights and they'll refund everything if you don't love it, but you're going to love it. Casper.com, use the promo code beck at $50 off the purchase of your mattress. Terms and conditions do apply. It's casper.com. Try it now $50 off the purchase of your mass, uh, mattress. Casper.com, promo code beck.
0: This is The Glenn Beck Program. Mercury. The Glenn Beck Program.
2: We're so glad that you tuned in today. Thank you so much for listening. Um, In watching all of the uh, poll results, you know, where it, it appears to me, and Stu helped me out on this, it appears to me that where everyone went wrong last time with Barack Obama on the polls is that they were looking at the national polls and not the statewide polls, right? Yeah, the national polls with Romney and Obama were pretty close,
3: even at the end, point point and a half. Uh, But it wound up being over four points by the
2: end. But from what I understand, it was the reason why um, it it appeared to be so wrong is because the state polls really are a reflection of the Electoral College. Mm -hmm. And the state polls are much more accurate on what's going to happen to the election. Do you agree with that? Especially in a a highly polled environment, yes. Okay. So can you give us the latest polls when we come back and show us not only the national polls but also the state polls and then take us through the Electoral College? Sure. When we come back, stand by.
1: This is the Glenn Beck Program.
3: Mercury.